0: I learned file in 2018. Watched it in Cook Park and I thought it was gonna throw up like it just it was a horrible feeling. You wanted to win, but you just felt like, oh my god, if if they do win, and they haven't been there, like is it worth it being over here?
1: Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Football on
1: off the ball.
0: With Sky. All the football you love in one place. Across Sky Sports, BT Sport, and Premier
1: Sports. Now, you're welcome, Max. So, in the live football, Dortmund 1 0 up against Chelsea, 75 minutes on the clock, and Club Bruges 0, Benfica 1, 76 minutes on the clock as well in the Champions League. Premier League, I think, was generally the uh, centre of people's attention this evening. 3 1 win Manchester City at the Emirates. They suddenly are level on points with Arsenal. They're top by dint of goal difference. Arsenal do have a game in hand, it must be stressed. So, this is uh, far from a Decisive evening in that respect, but much of the Arsenal momentum and feel-good factor has been dissipated. Much of it their own doing. Tonight, very much courtesy of City. All at a time, ironically, when City and their manager are very much under fire. Interesting times. Mark Lawrenson, watch the game evening. How are you? Yeah, very well. If uh, people are out and about and didn't see the game, 3-1 might appear very, very conclusive. But this was a close-run thing. Arsenal very much in the game until moments of quality from City via Grealish 72 minutes and Haaland 82 minutes turned the screw.
0: Yeah, and there's, there's one or two mistakes in there which you obviously saw for a couple of, uh, of the City goals. C- City were better, um, just I would say. You could tell he had the experience and you could tell he'd been in that position before um, and Arsenal played well up to a point. But of course defensively, if you're going to make those errors against top teams, you're going to be punished. And essentially, that's, that's the game in a nutshell. I thought the referee did extremely well as well. Um, but yeah, you'd have to say City deserved it. But, it, but I mean, he's done it again, has he Pep Guardiola? So like, we're, look at, we're looking at the team and we're trying to make out just before the game starts where Bernardo Silva's playing, left back. Um, which didn't really work but they got away with it he then ended up obviously playing in his, his kind of proper position um, but he's, he's got one over his old mate Arteta and obviously the backup on the league and Arsenal have got to go there haven't they?
1: They sure do so uh, for people who didn't see the game De Bruyne opened the scoring a defensive mistake for sure but then brilliant finish De Bruyne oh, vision and, and most players might have taken a touch there not least off their weaker footmark
0: yeah, no, I, I, I'm absolutely, class. I think, I think obviously at the corner of his eye, seen Ramsdale come out and suddenly thought that might be my best option, um, and it was. Well, it was just just a brilliant finish from a, a brilliant footballer. You might argue in the in the outstanding moments that he was the game's best player. Certainly contributed a big way to the um, third. Was it the third goal? I think wasn't it and. He's not been playing of late. They let him back on on uh, the weekend, and he looked like the old De Bruyne. And he was the old De Bruyne tonight. He was the difference between the two sides. Odegaard never really got in the game. He's generally the playmaker for uh, for Arsenal. But no, we we know De Bruyne is a, a fab player, and you know when he when he doesn't play, you kind of say, "Well, what's up now? What, what's happening with Guardiola? Have they fallen out?" So. No, but he always comes back stronger, and he's obviously he's a very intelligent man. I mean, I don't I don't know if you remember about his, his his contract, didn't didn't have an agent. he just he just employed a a lawyer and said, "I'll pay you by the hour to sort my contract out. I mean, instead of giving millions of it away, how clever is that?
1: It wasn't Lord Panic, was it? It wasn't what. I- it wasn't Lord Panic at eighty grand a day.
0: Oh no, no! It wasn't. No, it wasn't him. No, cried eighty grand
1: a day. Why would you get out of bed for eighty grand? <laughs> uh, Saka scored a penalty for Arsenal. This is quite an interesting one. There was a similar penalty given in the World Cup. Argentina got a penalty.
0: Yeah.
1: Look, I would say, and and and, I mean, you've been obviously immersed in the game all your life. But I think any of us who've been playing or watching at any kind of level, that moment where striker gets shot away and there is a natural enough coming together. That doesn't feel like a penalty. None of the Arsenal players appealed for a penalty. No. There's obviously a directive of late last season or two whereby they've decided now that is a penalty. I'm still not sure it should be one. Like, the Arsenal player is, is in absolutely no way in control or in possession of the ball and being bundled over here. I mean, the shot is more than away, and then there's a natural coming together. No, I'm, I mean, if it, there obviously is a directive. I'm not sure it's the right one. Yeah, well, I
0: think because what they're saying is if it's... If it's elsewhere on the pitch as well, it would it would always be a free kick. Sure. Um, and then obviously they now saying, well, if that's the case, why isn't free? Why isn't it a free kick in the penalty area because obviously it's part of the pitch? So, in in a way, um, I'm with you. But I think the big scheme of things now is that they're trying. The referees are trying to let a few things go in the game, a few more collisions, just so the ball's still in play, etc. And you know, it's not going to happen overnight, but generally, generally, I think I think it's been a little bit better in, in vast divisions. I mean, that far is a farce, but but generally, where and players have just the slightest brush against someone and they're over. I think that refs now are looking at that and going, "No, get up, get on with it." So that that's a good thing, certainly. Yeah. But look, it didn't it didn't really affect the game, did it? Which is probably just as well. And while it might have been a a headline at one-one draw; mm. it'll hardly get a mention tomorrow in in the in the press.
1: No, I'm sure Inkeria. To be fair, eventually put his hand up and appealed for the penalty after he saw his shot have been cleared <laughs> off the line. But you know that point. Uh, if it was anywhere else on the pitch, it would be mm. felt. I accept that. Maybe there should be an allowance for the fact that goalkeepers are a, a unique position on the pitch, and those coming together,s where players are running in on goal and and there's fifty fifty balls. You know that. It,
0: it, there should yeah. perhaps
1: be an allowance for that moment, which which isn't necessarily happening elsewhere on the pitch in the same um, way.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. And the other thing as well, of course, and they can come at you with with their upper bodies because you know their arms are attached to the bodies, and that's how they make the save. Yeah. So, yeah, I I get that. But um, we'll move yeah, on. <laughs> and in, in fairness, in fairness to Anthony Taylor, he is by far and away, I would have thought the best referee that certainly that we've got. Didn't yeah. he? Did he do the? He's done everything, hasn't he? In all the big, biggest mm. games mm. Um, in the last sort of week or ten days, and I like his manner as well. And um, he didn't really start booking quite a few people until the game was was really getting into it.
1: No, it's true. And, but,
0: one one yeah. player,
1: one player, he did book early on before half time was Bernardo Silva. So again, if Arsenal had managed to win this game, we're having a really interesting conversation about. Guardiola standing. I'm not sure how many managers really at all. He's probably the only one. Maybe Klopp has that much credit in the bank as well. Mm. But mm. there are not many managers who could stand over. Cancelo has been uh, kicked to touch. Sinchenko yeah. is playing for the league leaders, and I've somehow conjured up this new formation which has Bernardo Silva left back. He's booked before half time. It's clearly yeah. not his best position. I mean, it's a really odd. Uh, circumstance and so they win and they get away with it so all is well but like the crucial point is he puts on a kanji on 60 minutes he gets Bernardo Silva the hell away from left back and and City start to play better as a result
0: Yeah this looked a completely different team he could have been sent off in the first half with the tally up with the the yellows because I think Anthony Taylor was kind of he was looking at him thinking you don't normally play at left back I might give you a couple where you've dived in and, and, and made the fouls but it's it's what it's what Guardiola does doesn't it you do you know when when I go to quite a few of the games and of course lots of the places you can't get away as soon as the, the game finishes so I'll go and sit in the press rooms and uh, a the warm let the traffic go but uh, you know and you listen and and you listen to these guys coming in and you, you do get with Pep that he comes into the room and he is he thinks he's the the most intelligent player person in the room he probably is. In terms of football-wise, but you get that impression all the time. Yeah, but you know, um, you, you, you look at his players; they're all top players. Um, he's made them all better players. I, I can't understand the Cancelo thing. They, they must have had a big row because Cancelo play right back, left back, play midfield, play over the all over the place. And he's big and he's strong, and he's difficult to play against. But um, he's just let him go, and that, you know. And, and by the way, there was. It was a fuss, but uh, it wasn't a massive fuss, was it? It's just, oh, well, he's not been happy, and I thought I'd let him go and play somewhere else and enjoy his football, yeah. which basically, in brackets, was we've had a massive round, I've told him to do one.
1: Yeah, I mean, you need a lot of credit in the bank, and I guess Pep does have that. Uh, oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Really well, I think from the whole club is that way, isn't it? With, I mean, the two Spanish guys, as you know, the they, absolutely love him, yes. don't they? The guys yes. who run the club.
1: And more than ever now, after his uh, newly appointed role as chief defender of the club, um, <laughs> so his, his stock is high. Grealish is uh, playing as well as he's played for City. He's getting a run of games. He scores the second. And then it turns out, it turns out if you give the ball to Haaland, there's a chance he'll score.
0: Mm. I thought, I thought tonight it was really physical. Really, really physical. And... Um, he showed, you know that that side of his that side of him. And listen, for the first half hour, he hardly had a touch. And yeah. I think as a as a striker, you, you know, you're you're up the other end of the pitch and you're looking at the play going away from you and thinking, when am I going to get a pass? Um, but he looked big and he looked strong. And I don't know what number goal that is for him tonight, but he took it extremely well. He maybe had what one half chance yeah. before that. Um, and I think you know th- this is the pep thing again, isn't it that? but you, you see Haaland and he just wants to get the ball in front of him on the grass, run onto it and and, and smash goals in and it, and he don't really play that way and in in with in due deference to him he's just got on with it. So um yeah, I mean he's probably going to get 40 40 odd goals as you know I would think once, you know once looks like they might have got in this stride again as well after today and then they'll start beating people 3 4 and 5. Mm. Uh, at Manchester, and he'll he'll get another bucket full of goals. But you can also tell that the players in the team know know what he's got, um, and obviously, you know his relationship with with De Bruyne. Well, De Bruyne is just for me. I don't, I don't know anybody better in the game at the moment. I so really seriously don't.
1: Yeah, it's joy to watch. Mm. It's so. Let's assume Man City uh, put together that nine, ten, eleven, twelve unbeaten run as they mm. traditionally do. Uh, for Arsenal, how they handle this blip is going to be really interesting. You've been involved in title winning dressing rooms. I mm. presume very few campaigns don't have these kind of wobbles where you take one point from nine, you're scratching your head a bit. You've got the Eddie Ad on the horizon. Uh, yeah. will, will this be a real uh, beginning of the end moment for them, is the question, or is, is there enough experience no. in there to almost rally again and say most title winners have these blips?
0: Yeah, they've got they've got more than that. In, in, in all honesty, um, the, the problem is that you know the team now in front of them could very well almost win every single game. That's that that's the worry. But no, I think you know there's, there's another manager, Arteta, who is very much driven, um, and be interesting obviously hear what he, what he says tonight because you know he, he keeps saying when when it, the recent results, the draw at home against Brentford, the loss at Everton, he said, I love my players and they give everything for me. And um, he's very much a modern mm. kind, of, kind of manager. But there, w- there will be doubts, but there always are doubts. I mean, you don't kind of sit next to your mate in the dressing room after the match and say, oh, we, we've had it, but you're thinking to yourself, what's going to happen? Mm. Um, maybe, maybe because they have quite a few young players in the team, it might start to affect them. It wouldn't really start to affect the older ones because they've been through it. And um, as long as the dressing room is, is, is strong, which I think it is, it, it would appear to be, it, it shouldn't be an issue. But I mean, you know, my, my very first season at Liverpool in, in 81, um, at, um, on Boxing Day, we got beat by Man City, of all people, 3 1 at home. And we were, I think we were 13th in the league. Wow. And um, Joe Fagan, who was um, Bob Pace's assistant, just and he was a very, very um, softly spoken man. Joe, he, he came in this rest. He, well, he was always in the dressing room. Obviously, he came in after the game, closed the door, and he did this thing where he looked at all of us, everybody looks everybody in the eye all the way around the dressing room, and he just said, "There are some people in this dressing room who just are not." at it you know who you are well of course the clever thing then is you're asking yourself does he mean me mm. and because we had such a strong dressing room and we kicked on I think we went over 20 games unbeaten and ended up winning the league on the very last day of the season but it's, it's, it's that kind of thing now that, that Arteta he's not going to shout at them or anything he, he's going to put his arm around them but he might get the same reaction and mm. just say to them look you've been absolutely brilliant we were beaten by an extremely good team but you know we can still win this league so but it will be I think the reaction of the younger players that, that will be the key if they're going to do anything
1: OK listen short and sweet this evening appreciate you taking the time thank you pleasure cheers Mark Larsson, giving us his take on Manchester City 3 Arsenal 1 at the Emirates brought to you by Skycatch the biggest live Premier League games every weekend on Sky Sports Football on off the ball. With Sky,
0: proud partner and supporter of the Republic of Ireland women's national football team. This
1: is News Talk.